Welcome back to the 301 The Redirect Podcast. I'm Jalen. And I'm Allie. And today we are going to talk about foundational marketing strategies for new businesses. So when you're starting a new business or a new venture, it's super important to have certain foundations laid. Last week we talked about um, having a marketing plan and what do you do with that. So this week we're going to talk about the four P's of marketing. And so it's this thing that's been around for ages and a foundation to help you lay out, you know, what exactly your business does. So those four P's include product, place, price, and promotion. So of course, what are you selling? And even if you're not product-based, it's your service. So what service are you offering for customers? Um, That price, what is the price point that you're offering it at? Promotion, what are you doing to promote it? So is it, you know, word of mouth? Is it digital marketing? Whatever that strategy is, that's what that um, promotion would be. And then also place. So is it online? Is it brick and mortar? Is it another, you know, asset or aspect that you are selling that product or service at? So that's super important to make sure that you have listed down in addition to that marketing plan um, so you can have it down. And even to like, it can go as far out as more P's. Another P would be passion. So really what's making you stand out, you know, and makes you special against your competitors and really just why people choose you. Yep. Yep. And two, like it, it doesn't have to be the standard of what we see. Like we know those four P's are standard, but if you wanted to add other P's into your four P of marketing, by all means, it's your marketing strategy for your business to help you stand out from your competitors. So that one that Allie mentioned, passion is perfect because it helps you to kind of break that mold and like be outside of the crowd to show like why your business or your organization is, you know, special. So today we're going to talk about, in addition to those four P's, like what do we think those foundational strategies are? So for foundational strategies, we really like to frame it, you know, through the lens of inbound marketing. So we really just want to make sure that we're prioritizing intentional and just really helpful efforts with all of the content and services that we are providing all of our clients. So five strategies that we really like to focus on, you know, for new businesses or for businesses that are looking to scale themselves up, um, I really just break it down into four parts. Sorry, five parts. So refining your brand identity, creating messaging architectures, you know, you want to be able to leverage organic presence, you want to invest in a customer relationship management system. And you also want to utilize paid marketing. So, Jalen, out of all five of those that I mentioned, which one do you think is the most important to you? Well, they're all good. It's really hard to pick one. I'm a little biased, but I am going to go with the CRM. So, Customer Relationship Management Tool. So we use HubSpot. We are a HubSpot solutions partner. So that's why I'm a little biased. But I do think that it is super important um, because like we talked about last week, you have your marketing plan. So you already know kind of like what metrics or 
what type of strategies you're using. So that CRM system helps you to have all your contacts in one place. It helps you to have all of their information, um, any kind of like history or communication from emails in there. And even it's a marketing tool. So email marketing, you can set up forms, you can set up landing pages, blog posts, um, even schedule social media. So that one for me, it's kind of like, almost a three-in-one type of tool where you can just do more than just have contacts. You can have contacts. You can do communication. Um, you can um, market a little bit more than just some other things that's listed, even though they're still all good, but I'm picking the CRM. Exactly. And that's the thing with it is we're all going to be a little bit biased and we're going to choose things you know, that we're really familiar with or that we're super excited about. So for me, you know, being in digital marketing and working with all of our social media clients, I'm going to gravitate more towards organic presence. Mm -hmm. So, you know, really just being able to engage on social media, you know, doing some SEO and, you know, nurturing the search engine, being able to help, you know, drive traffic to our client, you know, that's what I gravitate to. So I think the thing that's really important about, you know, foundational marketing strategies is that, Every single client, every single agency, every single person is going to have different strategies in their toolbox. So by no means is this, you know, a really prohibitive list that you need to 100% focus on. We're just rounding up, you know, just the top five things that are, you know, important and also sometimes kind of forgotten about. I feel like a lot of people, you know, want to jump on the hottest trend or, you know, the upcoming platforms, you know, especially TikTok, but they don't Mm -hmm. really have any strategies or ideas behind, you know, what they're going to do after they actually create an account on that platform. Yes, totally agreed. And even to the last one that we mentioned in that strategy is paid advertising. And while paid advertising is great, going back to Allie's point, we need to establish an organic presence first before we're spending money and targeting towards an audience that we don't even know is, you know, going to convert. So even to like having that organic, but then also doing, if you do paid ads, like maybe doing like a light campaign on Facebook or a traffic generation um, campaign to start getting that like data first before going into like lead generation or website conversions because those cost per clicks are higher. Um, so doesn't make sense to burn money if you don't know what direction you're going in. So I would say that one would be more so of like a last resort, but it's still super important after you establish whatever foundational strategy works best for your business. Exactly. And I think a really important thing to remember is that all of these different strategies need to be able to work together. So, you know, being able to leverage your organic presence and also, you know, being able to nurture that audience and then transition into paid marketing to keep your CPC low. So Mm -hmm. that's super important to realize, you know, and see a real life example of, you know, how they're related to each other. Mm -hmm. So another one of our foundational marketing strategies is creating messaging architectures. So, You know, kind of going back to our marketing plan, being able to have, you know, that elevator pitch, but also making sure that your team across the board, you know, no matter who they are within your company or your business, they know, you know, why your business stands, what you have to offer your clients. Because if you're walking down a street and you run into somebody and you just, you know, get to chit chatting and you're like, oh, hey, like I work over here. And they're like, 
But what do you do? Mm-hmm. What does your business do? Mm-hmm. You need to be able to explain that. Exactly. And that's super important to have documented because it's, it's good to know it. But of course, everything needs to be documented. So it is a walking, in a sense, advertisement or onboarding document that is given to um, new hires, even existing or management, you know, higher ups that are not really involved in that um, aspect of the marketing world, um, but having them being able to understand like what's that brand identity, what's that messaging um, that comes behind that is super important for them as well. Exactly. And I think that really lends itself nicely into, you know, word of mouth marketing. Mm-hmm. Because for me, a lot of my family, they own small businesses. So I know a big network of people, you know, that own their own businesses. So when they find out that I work for a digital marketing agency, they're like, oh, what do you do? Yep. You know, specifically that I work within, you know, digital marketing, so email, social. But there's so many other services that our agency has to offer. So being able to have, you know, the language to be able to describe all of the services that we have and, you know, kind of sell them on yep. it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, word of mouth is never going away, like ever. So we always have to take that into consideration, too, because it's great that everything is moving or, you know, has been online, but you still have conversations with people every day. No matter if it's family, friends, strangers when you're going into Target or anything else, um, that word of mouth is definitely important. And even too, outside of like digital, which is this is kind of pivoting off, like that's why merch is so important, like T-shirts and mugs and cups, because that helps with identity, too. Because if you have on a T-shirt with your brand and it's like, oh, like. I heard of that brand before, like I could use them for my business. So then that ties into, okay, that's, that's the first step of like getting them in. And then when they go to your website, the website should just convert them from there because the first step was them seeing that logo or whatever that merch item was. And then them, you know, being interested enough to go to the website and take that next step. Exactly. And I think the fact that they actually, you know, saw somebody wearing that shirt, even if it's a stranger versus somebody they know, mm-hmm. you know, that feels more personalized than it does, you know, getting a targeted ad yes. or just kind of like driving down the road, looking through, you know, um, a Google business directory looking for those services. And that brings up a good point, too, because while ads are great, sometimes like they're great for us because, of course, it's our agency. Like we do it in-house Um, So that is something that we are very knowledgeable in. We get how it works. But on the flip side, as a consumer, it can be a little creepy because sometimes you are just targeted ads where it's like, oh, I thought about this one product or maybe I just went to the website. And of course, it's tracking me from there. So it's showing me that ad. So sometimes ads can be like, okay, like it's a little invasive, like it's a little bit too much. Like maybe I don't want to go with you because of the fact that you are targeting me at because of this reason. Um, So I just think that needs to be taken into account too, because it's great for people who are actually searching, you know, keywords in Google for specific things you pop up for an ad, people convert. Great. That is what the ad is for. But we also have to be on the realistic side of marketing and just make sure that we are still choosing, you know, avenues and efforts that don't necessarily overwhelm the customer as well. Exactly. And that's what I really like about CRMs is though, 
even though we're automating some of our tasks and different processes that we do to be able to perform our outreach, you know, we're still able to have those personalized touch points. So it doesn't seem Mm -hmm. like as, you know, as creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, personalization is the name of the game right now. Like everybody wants to be, you know, I want my name in email. Like basically I want to know that you're actually talking to me and it's not this just mass marketed email. So that does help. And that to me is not creepy because I gave you my name. So it's like, I already know you're going to use it because I already gave you that permission. Um, And I mean, that's still the same way with websites too. Like you accept cookies and we know that that is transitioning sometime soon. Um, So it's going to go from third party cookies to first party cookies. Um, And so you still have to give those permissions and, you know, give apps access to either track you or to not track you. So it's still privacy first, but sometimes it can feel like your privacy is being invaded. And that's something that we always take into account and making sure that, you know, we don't violate any of our, you know, clients, customers or consumers and making sure that we are using their data appropriately. I agree. And I think it's going to come to a point, too, as, you know, ads and how cookies and that sort of thing, you know, as the cookie crumbles with that, (laughs) I think that some people are going to miss, you know, that personalized touch because I think you can still be able to, you know, target people super specifically without it being creepy. I mean, mm-hmm. there are times where I'm like, oh my gosh, my phone is listening to me. Yep. But I'm happy that it was because I end up finding a product and, you know, I end up, you know, stumbling across a brand that I've never heard of and I've already bought the product within, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And I end up loving it. So I think... As we kind of lose some of that, I think that, you know, with all of our data and what we relinquish, I think we're going to have to find some middle ground with that. Absolutely agree. So that kind of went off into many tangents of the five different foundational strategies, but it's all relevant information that we want to share with you guys because, Again, we're a digital marketing agency. We understand it as actual professionals and consumers. So looking at it from both standpoints are, you know, critical for us. So that is our podcast for foundational marketing strategies for new businesses, also covering four Ps. Um, so we will talk to you guys next time. Na, 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 na.